I started following you, I don't even remember when, I don't think I was pregnant yet. And you were like the coolest mom. And I was like, this is who I want to be. And so I was just very inspired by you. Thank you. What's a cool mom to you? Hi. Hi. We started by uh, talking about the fact that we haven't actually met in person or like talk directly to each other, yet I feel like we're friends. I totally agree. I feel like I know you and I, it feels natural. I'm very happy to be talking to you though. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, you know, when I, when I watch your content or just see you documenting your journey as a mom, it reminds me so much of my own journey. And that's why I wanted to have you here and chat a little bit because first of all just i'm just really curious about all the things you're going through and then also selfishly i feel like i want to talk about it to bring back some of my memories from the experience i love that and also i'm honored because i started following you i don't even remember when i don't even know if i was i don't think i was pregnant yet but i was like i knew we were gonna start that stage soon and you were like the coolest mom and i was like this is who i want to be and so i was just very inspired by you and so thank you this is a that's a really sweet circle moment for me what's a cool mom to you i'm very curious because people say that and i have my own idea of that but what is it is it for you i think it's just someone who hasn't lost their sense of self in being a mom. Like, I love the way that you dress and like that you're still trying, like you are, you want to explore like your own creativity and your own sense of fashion and all of that kind of stuff. But then you're also like proud to be a mom and you're having fun with your boys. And it's just like, it's not like one thing has to go away because the other thing is shining, you know? So have you always wanted to be a mom? Yeah, I think like I, I, I always, well, I always have loved children and which is why I worked with kids for a long time. But there was like, there was never really a question that I wanted to be a mom. It was like everything would always, I knew everything would lead to that one day. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I applaud people that are naturally inclined. And maybe I'm saying that because, I mean, I got pregnant so young. I don't think I had an opportunity to start feeling that urge of, oh, I want to have kids. Yeah. Um, and if, and I feel like even my mom was surprised when I got married and started having children. Because she's like, oh, that's interesting. I did not <laughs> expect that from you. <laughs> so I always, I, I love hearing about experiences of people that just, they always knew that they wanted to be a mother. Is it like this innate, like, what is it? I guess, I don't, it was like, it. I guess it's just to me, I don't even know. It was kind of just like, it was never a question. Like it was, mm. not that I didn't, like I knew I had an option. I knew like I could not be a mom if I didn't want to be, but like, to me it was just, it was always something I looked forward to. Like it was just always, and even when I met Cody, my husband, there wasn't, there was like, there was a portion, like a part where it was like, I don't even, we don't even have to get married as long as we're in this together. And like, we have kids and a family and like, whatever, I'll be fine with that. So I, it's just, it's just always been something that, that I've just have, I just have like known I'd be good at. And I don't actually know if that's true now that I'm like pregnant and like getting ready to give birth. I'm like, do I wanna do this? I'm terrified. But like, it was like, it feels very natural to me. Like, I feel like being around kids and taking care of kids is like a very natural state that when I'm in it. You'll definitely have less resistance, I feel, than a lot of people because you know i always i always get questions and i'm sure you do too from my community asking like when did you feel you were ready right like right. how does this ready feel how does it look like right um and i have to say i don't really know 
the answer. Uh, For me, my readiness was shown to me through Gary, because when I met Gary and I felt the way I felt, I was like, okay, I guess this is what ready feels like. But what was it for you? Uh, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's like you you're never going to be 100% ready, you know, until you just take the leap. Because like as much as I knew I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to have kids, it was like once you're actually pregnant, then you're like, okay, we're doing this. I'm ready and it's happening. So we're going to just jump right in because leading up to it, like as much as I knew I wanted to do it, it was like, what if, what if this happens? What if this happens? You know, what if we want to travel or whatever? Cause you all of a sudden think that you can't do anything else and it's just scary. But then it's like, once you're, once you just jump in and you're just actually in it, you're like, okay, I, whether I'm 100% ready or not, we're doing it and we're going to figure it out and it's going to be okay. And talking about like practicality, because I feel like that's a real thing to talk about for young couples when it comes to starting a family. Um, because these days, I mean, the world is crazy, you know, it's really expensive to have a child. There's so many things we right. have to think about now, right. uh, even in terms of the support that we have, because um, it's just, to me, it is harder to raise kids today. Although we, I feel like we're more privileged and have more access to things. Uh, There's also just like a lot of noise and a lot of, we just know so much that it in a way creates like a whole other layer of anxiety in our lives as parents. So when you started talking and if you had really the talk of, okay, we're gonna have kids, did you talk about these practical things before starting a family? We did, especially like, you know, money and where we're going to live and that kind of stuff was always a big conversation where we wanted to raise them. Cody's from Canada. I'm, I grew up in LA. So like, it was always like, we, we had a lot of conversations like that. There is so much other outside noise that I think, you know, we didn't grow up with that Mm -hmm. we don't, we can talk about it, but at the same time, it's like, it's so constantly changing. And like, I don't even think like my parents could have never guessed what the world would be like now, you know, and they could have like, what would happen. So I feel like it's almost, we can try and prepare for that side of things, but like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I know. Yeah. I know like what I can instill in my children and like how I can raise them. And like, that's what Cody and I can control and how they go into the world and how they approach situations. But like, I don't know what the world is going to be like, but I I have enough, like I, we just knew how we wanted to raise them. Then that's the kind of stuff that we would talk about. I love that because I had a conversation with uh, one of my best friends and she just, uh, got married and she was very excited to get pregnant but she she called me the other day and she's like you know what I'm I'm really scared like I don't know if I'll be able to carry all this anxiety and fear if right. I'll bring a child right right because it's a lot of like you have to digest it and you really have to navigate your inner you know world in order to create an environment for the child to thrive. And I think that for a lot of people, I mean, we talk about it all the time these days, which is wonderful, like the mental health, um, everyone in a way feels like we're all in a mental health crisis in one way or another because of the state of the world, because of the access, because of all this information. And I just feel like it's that, that fear is, is, is real. Like I even had to ask myself if I knew all the things that I know now, would I go for it? Like, would I have three kids? Obviously now I I have my kids and they're these souls and they're the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced, but it's a, it's a real question. Yeah, it totally is. But the thing is, I think it's like, we're also kind of learning how to navigate so much of it for the first time because it's new to us as well. And like, 
I, I know what works for me when I approach like the world and the internet and everything we have access to. And I know it works for my relationship when we decide what we're going to share and what we're not going to share. And, and so I feel like we've learned to navigate, we're learning and we've learned to navigate these kind of things ourselves. And the only thing we can do is like teach our kids the same thing and just help them navigate it. And we're all kind of in it together. And it just really like comes down to like the foundation in your house and like with your family mm -hmm. and I feel like absolutely when that's strong the unknown stuff and the stuff that we're all being exposed to and whatnot we can figure that out together as long as like it's strong in here yeah and speaking about like the foundation to build how was your foundation as a child like how do you remember your childhood it was wonderful. I really, I'm so lucky to say that like I had a wonderful childhood and I had two very loving parents who loved each other very much and loved my brother and I or love each other very much and love my brother and I. And it was like a tight knit unit and it still is like, I, I mean, I'm still, we're, there's like 30 minutes away from me and see them all the time so it's it was I was lucky it was very safe space growing up what are you gonna bring to that space I mean for your new family now do you feel like I mean obviously these are wonderful things to bring in is there anything else you feel you're going to implement as a parent on this new journey I'm not like there's nothing I like saw my parents do that I'm like I definitely want to do that differently but I just, I think kind of along the line. I think it will be, I think it'll be very interesting for you once oh, you go into sure. having I mean, your I baby. Think I know, like, I don't know. It's so hard to say, but I think as long as I really just, my parents always made me feel very safe in being who I am. And as long mm. as I like allow my kids that same space, I feel like I'll be doing something right. I think mentally you're in a very beautiful place because I remember myself and I had all these ideas in my head of the mother I'm going to be and how it's going to look like. And, you know, even being very judgmental around certain small little things around me, like seeing a family or a child does this, I'll be like, my child would never do that. Right. My child would never do this. Right. And it was such a humbling experience to actually become a mother yeah. <laughs> and to go through all the stages. And I mean, I'm sure you worked with kids, you had much more access and understanding of yeah. all of it. So I feel like you have a way more realistic uh, view of it than I did. But let me tell you, it was like the universe it was like, ha <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Remember that time when you, yeah. Here I you feel go. like it's one of those things where it's like you, and it's the same thing even with like giving birth. Like you think, yeah, like you have a whole plan or like what you want to happen when you get to the hospital and it's going to be this and this and whatever. But like you actually truly have no idea how it's going to actually happen. The planning can just like bite you in the ass sometimes. Yeah. Because you actually cannot plan for anything. And so I feel like it's the same thing with kids where it's like, my kids are, I, something I always used to say was like, my kids will always be wearing shoes wherever they go. <laughs> every time I see like a barefoot, every time I saw a barefoot kid, I'd be like, no, my, if my, if I want my kid to wear the shoes, they're going to wear the shoes and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, there's a really good chance my kid is going to be like, no, the fuck I'm not wearing shoes. Sorry. And like, absolutely I need to get to the place in time and my kid's going to be barefoot. And so I know that, but I'm mm. like, as long as they just feel like safe to be themselves and loved, I'll be doing something right. And it's not going to be that easy all the time. I'm, you're always going to feel like you could be doing something differently or something more. And especially with all of the things you see online now, because I think there's so much, so many opinions and so many yeah moms telling you like what works for them in a sense that they think it would work for everyone but it's just that's not the case 
And so it's like you just I'm like trying to just take everything with like a grain of salt when it comes to like approaching the this new journey. It just reminded me with the experts because I'm I, I always say stay wary from the experts and in general like that scares me and I'll never forget where it started for me um, when I was a first time mom when I had Jake I think he was maybe three or four months old I picked up my first parenting book and I started reading it and literally second chapter in I was bawling my eyes out I took this book I threw it across the room and I never picked up another parenting book again right because to your point it just it felt it felt very judgmental yeah. I was in a very vulnerable place and you know now we have these experts uh, and some of them are real experts other ones are a bit more like quote-unquote experts and uh I think that because now they're so much more accessible and all of us digest all this information um, every single day, they catch moms that might be maybe in very vulnerable kind of situations or, you know, whenever we feel like we're doing something and that's usually in every aspect in, as, as a parent that you're not doing enough or you're not excelling at it or, right. you know, when you see things like that or these advices or these kind of methods, mm -hmm. it makes you feel worse about yourself. It's like yeah. by us trying to be better, it actually really hinders our ability to be this present, like loving, flawed parent. Right, right. And I feel like being, I totally agree. And I just, I think being present is so much more important than like, because like, exactly what you're saying, like when you're trying to do everything perfectly and you're, you're completely not in the moment with your kid, you're thinking about something else because you're worried that you're not doing the right thing with him when really, he just like wants your like, just love. your attention. Yeah. <laughs> Have you read or seen anything that made you anxious about becoming a mother for the first time? I think a lot of the things that I see about like postpartum make mm. me anxious just because it's a lot of heavy stuff and I know it's heavy. And I'm like trying to prepare the best I can for that. But I just, I think like seeing that kind of stuff starts getting me in my head a little bit. Cause I- Like what, what specifically? Just like, I guess just about how, like, like I know that there's a lot of hormones and the big hormone drop and all of, all of these things happen inside of your body that are just insane to me but i also think it's just it's like if you don't lay down enough at the beginning you're gonna be you're gonna you're like your postpartum depression is gonna get really bad and like you like and i and i understand that it's like it's trying to tell you to like just give yourself grace and so that's mm. like the part that i'm trying to take from it but i i think i get in my own head that i'm like gonna do something wrong and then become like very depressed and i just don't think that and i like it's like i reasonably know that that's not the case necessarily but like sometimes i just you see a lot of i love that people feel like they can be honest online now about their experiences <laughs> i really do yeah. like not everything is perfect and then it never has been and I'm happy people are sharing that now but sometimes I like feel myself like I just get like like a like a sigh of relief when someone's like I've actually been okay it's been it's been okay. right it's, it's tough but I've been generally okay I'm like okay that's good like the middle yes you're absolutely right actually you know it's it's interesting because on one hand i remember when i had my kids i mean i had jake in 2013 i wasn't as active on social media but i was already on instagram i was following some mommy bloggers mm -hmm. um and it was purely picture perfect like it right. was so perfect that i just told myself i could never measure up that's right. just not what I what I'm about yeah and then I feel like now we moved to this place of like 
sharing so much right. and being so vulnerable yeah. and really highlighting um, all the negatives in a way, yeah. which I know comes from a good place. Totally. But it does, it's the same effect as the picture perfect, right? Because yeah. you look at it and then you're starting developing this anxiety about what's to come. Yes, exactly. Like I, and I, as someone who shares my life online, like I make sure that I'm always honest about how I'm feeling about things. I always make sure that like I'm honest about my relationship. I think a lot of times people that post their relationships online make it seem like they've never had a fight a day in their mm -hmm. lives. And, and I just, I think that's like not very healthy. So like I always try to be honest, but I think sometimes not try. I mean, I always am honest about how I'm feeling like with my audience, but I think sometimes the like like we said the oversharing of like the doom just yeah weighs pretty heavily on me especially because there is so much unknown with having a baby and hormones and all of that like nothing there's not one way that it goes ever and so it's like it there's just a lot of like unknown and then so when i hear a lot about this like impending doom that's approaching for my life as soon as I have this baby I'm like okay <laughs> I guess I'm ready you know so it's, yes it's tough it's it's a lot I mean I feel like the one thing I didn't hear a lot about um when I was pregnant was the fourth trimester right. I think that I mean obviously there's so much information. I read the book cover to cover from like what to expect when expecting, and mm -hmm. I kind of knew what to expect, and I was okay with all the changes. But once I gave birth and that fourth trimester hit, um, I was so lost and so clueless. Yeah. I mean, looking back, it's exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. You're supposed to be lost and clueless because that's you know the the time for the hormonal imbalance and uh, you know you getting you're settling into your new role and your new identity and all right. the things so right. it's definitely a very confusing time yeah um but i just wish someone was like it's gonna be really confusing so like nothing is wrong with you it's just it is what it is that and like that i totally agree that is like perfect advice that's the kind of the advice where i'm like okay great that's right <laughs> cool i'm I, gonna surrender yeah, and see like, what's gonna happen i'm happy to know that it's gonna be confused like that is that's perf the perfect like balance of like it's not gonna be perfect but it's also it's gonna be okay you know mm -hmm. i think a lot of the times it, i just feel like it's not gonna be okay when i see certain things online but like just what you just said makes me feel like okay you can handle that of course you can handle it um and it's it's interesting because I also feel like that's when I've also went through my self-identity crisis. Mm -hmm. It was all at the same time, which again makes sense because you give birth to a baby, but you also give birth to a new you. Right. Have you gone through the process of like thinking about that, about your identity and how it's going to shape and change? I've thought about it a lot. I do think it's one of those things where it's like kind of a mystery right now because I don't know what it's going to be like when he's here. But I even feel like being pregnant, you have the potential to like lose your sense of self a bit because there's so much changing inside of you and so much changing physically and sometimes socially and like there is just so much change that happens when you're pregnant. What were some of the changes? First, I mean, like obviously like my body is completely different than it once was, but also like, I mean, the first trimester I was just crying all the time. And like, it's like, mm. there's just a lot of like hormonal changes. And then also it's funny cause I feel like I'm in a place in my life right now where half of my friends have newborns and then half of them are like just out and about out on the town, like having just doing their thing. And so just it's living like, their lives. Yeah. Yes. And so it's like finding a balance between that was interesting, but 
it's just been a lot of different changes and you're also changing like the what you are doing week to week like i'm going to the doctor a lot more and we're taking hospital classes and like we're getting a nursery ready and we're doing things that like we're not on the docket last year you know yeah and something that like has made me feel more me is like just clothing not like surprisingly enough like just wearing stuff that i would wear not pregnant <laughs> making it work pregnant wise has made me feel like more me which i know i is, love like, that really that's very shallow i yeah. don't know but like it it makes me like People are like, oh, I stopped wearing jeans the second I got pregnant. And I'm like, but I like wearing jeans. Like, I don't want to stop. I don't want to, like, get too pregnant to where I'm like, okay, well, I guess sweats it is. Like, and I trust me, I'm wearing plenty of sweats. I was doing that before. But, like, it's just I don't want to, like, lose that part of me just because, like, my body's changing and things are changing. Or, like, if our friends are going out to dinner and then getting a drink after like a lot of people are always like oh i understand you're probably tired so you don't want to come but it's like no i can go like i can if i want to go i can still i'm a human like i'm st still the same me I'm right just pregnant and it's okay like i'm obviously like would won't put myself or my baby in any harm's way but like i can like be social still and like i think people forget that there's definitely a lot of changes and i think that these changes are preparing you for the inevitable change that's going to happen um i think it's so wonderful that you are keeping small not even small but like elements that make you feel good and make you feel like yourself um but it's either way like i feel like once your baby boy is here um it's going to be even more of that. Yeah. And I don't know if you had, we we're just talking about how, you know, talking about the kind of negatives or like the sad or difficult things. It's a lot, it can give you anxiety, but the question of like mourning yourself once, you know, your baby's here and you're fully like in that mom mode. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. I actually did not. I did not expect that to happen. Yeah. I did not think it's going to feel like the morning of my old self because I think that a lot of the times uh, the way having children and becoming a mother is presented to us, it's obviously a beautiful new beginning. It's a new chapter. And I think there's this expectations of you're so happy and you're so content and fulfilled and this is the most beautiful thing ever um, and you're so lucky because you really are to have the opportunity uh, to have a healthy baby mm -hmm. but there is this aspect of sadness and acceptance of you know the things that i was before is i'm leaving it behind right. um, and that's okay but that's that also brings this like feeling of guilt in a way, right? I think like we haven't created the space yet to have the duality of being extremely excited for this new chapter, mm -hmm. but then also making space to being sad and like sitting in it, you know, right. when it comes to your kind of older version of yourself. Have you ever thought about that duality? I feel like I've heard, I've heard about obviously that happening. And so, when I first got pregnant, I was like really scared of that. And then like last week I had another moment where I was like, this is my life now, like just like freaking out and was like, it, nothing is ever gonna be the same again. That is now just like a thing of the past. But I think like going back to like the reason I, started following you like I think seeing like your kids are older now and like mm -hmm. it's almost like it's like gives me hope that like I can find myself again after. oh absolutely you know yeah 
And I know, I think I know that, that there is like a light at the end of the tunnel and that's what keeps me going. But I know it's not going to be easy at first, especially when he's first here and everything is different. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for my husband too. I think it's like, it's just hard in general. And so I think it's, it's not going to be easy, but like, it's not permanent. And I have to remind myself of that. Yes, I think that's the biggest thing to remember that there's these phases and phases or seasons, you know, there's mm-hmm. seasons to every um, to every age, to every stage you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, for your husband as well, it's actually been really interesting to watch Gary's transformation as he becomes a father because yeah. It took me a few years to really feel comfortable in my role as a mother. Mm -hmm. You know, I gave birth, but it didn't necessarily activate all the things I thought it's going to activate. Yeah. Um, It took time for me, probably the first two, three years to stop resisting the change, to surrender to the change, to being okay with, you know, this is how life looks like now. Mm -hmm. Um, Not having the constant uh FOMO uh you know looking at other people and other lives and what I used to do and what I thought I'm going to be doing and it took a few years and even connect to my child in a deeper way yeah and I remember with Gary I had a a bit of a, a bone to pick with him in the beginning because I thought okay that's it we're becoming parents the child is out let's go put your dad hat on we're going and he also didn't really know where to position himself and like how to approach the role. He did all the things, right? He was holding it, he was was feeding him. But I could see that there's, the connection is not necessarily all there. Right. Um, And even the need for him to to be nurturing wasn't necessarily there. So I remember I had to sit him down and be like, listen, I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I feel you're not showing up like the way I expected you to show up. And Gary is extremely wise. And he told me, it's taking me time to get into it. But I also feel like it's not my time to shine right now. Right now, I'm just, you know, I pick up and do whatever I can do. But I'm really going to step into my role when they're a little bit older. Yeah. And he's like, you just have to trust me. And again, this is also something you don't really talk about until you experience it, right? Because you don't know how we all have our timeline as parents, you know, how we get into this role and how it feels and how it fits and changing, you know, our narratives around it and the dialogue around it. And he, yeah, he told me like when, uh, you'll know when it's time, like I'll, you'll see that I'm showing up. And I mean, now he's, thank God I trusted him and he did his thing. I mean, he's excelling at it. But um, that was that was a hard one to kind of go through, right? When you have these expectations of the kind of parent you're, you're gonna be or your partner's gonna be, there's like so much inside of that as well. Yeah. Um, and we're all going to experience it in such different ways. And I'm very excited for your journey because you know, I, I want to ask you the questions of like, how do you think it's going to look like? But to your point, we don't really know. You don't right. know until you experience it and you're in it. Yeah. And you're navigating it, you know, the, your best ability and what's best for your family. So, but it's truly a trip. Like, wow. Now that I'm, you know, we're talking about it and I'm just getting flooded with all these memories yeah. and emotions when I was pregnant with my first. Right. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, it's just wild. Like it's, I don't, I don't even know how else to explain it. Like I, I still almost every day I'm like, I cannot believe I'm pregnant. Like I can't believe this is happening. And time just keeps moving and it's just going to get sooner and sooner. And he's going to be here before we know. It's just, it's just crazy. I know you did a episode about attachment uh, styles, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of dive dove into it also a couple of months ago, which was very interesting to me. Did you learn about your attachment style? You have a clear understanding of 
what it is? I mean, I guess so. You know, we learned, I learned, I talked about it on my podcast with like a dating expert. And then I also learned about it when I was studying child development in a university. So it's like, I feel like I've gotten different different aspects of it because I feel like my attachment style changed from when I was a kid to when I was to when I had like my oh, own yeah. like adult yeah. life experiences kind of makes things change a little bit and then it also changed again once I like got married or like once I met Cody like I feel like things changed again and I feel like it's not one of those things that's just, There's just one way. Yeah, it's not forever. Right. I think it can change, but it is so interesting when you think about like your relationships and why maybe things are the way they are. I think I used to be a lot more anxiously attached mm. than I am now. I think I'm I have a much more like secure, sorry. <laughs> very clingy animals in the in this house i think i'm much more securely attached now in general but lately i've been thinking so much more about my childhood just because i'm you know having a baby obviously and i realized just you realize certain things like it's it was never so much about like my parents that made me anxious like i think my grandpa passed away really unexpectedly when i was like seven and so and it was like very intense and very unexpected and he was it was it was just an intense experience and i think that that i didn't realize it until recently but i'm like that made me anxious that like my parents were gonna just go away out of nowhere one day or it like that and i didn't think about because you only think about like how your parents kind of raised you but you don't think about the other the experiences that, that raised you exactly yeah. and it's like when it comes to raising my kids i'm not going to be able to control that kind of stuff and it is it's going to be those kind of things are going to be like what shapes them and it's not always going to be in my control as their parent you know to be able to make sure that they're securely attached when they get older because nothing ever happened because you like my parents unfortunately could not control what happened when i was seven you know that's a huge realization by the way yeah that's huge like that took me i feel like that that realization hit me a year ago yeah and i have you know jake is 10 years old yeah. so it took me a long time to understand that i won't be able to control these fundamental things because i can do what i can do but they are going into the world and they're experiencing the world in their own way and i won't be i don't want to get in the way of that exactly because you know? it's like it's it's not fair to not let them experience those things how else are they gonna learn and i mean it's the same thing with like dating even like i'm sh i know my parents weren't stoked on a lot of the people I was bringing home, you know, before, <laughs> before Cody, but like, it's not like they were ever, they were like, okay, she'll learn, you know? Yeah. And like, you can only do so much as one parental unit. There's also even an interesting thing that I was discussing with a friend of mine who is going through kind of a period with her young child um, where she just gets very anxious and very frustrated. And my friend who is an amazing mother is trying to explain to her, you know, why something is happening. And we're talking about it. And I was kind of thinking, you know what, it's interesting how we explain why something happened to the kids, but it's the why is coming from our point of view totally from our experiences from our perspectives mm -hmm. um with our own kind of history right so how useful is it or how i don't want to say damaging but like misleading is it like are we kind of hijacking their ability to process it in their own way right, right? there's right there's kind of like a lot of things and all of that you're going to 
you're going to get, I mean, go through, right? When your child is older and especially as they're getting older, right now I find myself daily in situations where I know that I want to help and I want to make them feel better, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to hijack that emotional knowledge that they're right now acquiring through their own experience. Right, exactly. Because like you don't want to, project your Mm. feelings onto them i think it's even like it's in like a simple form it's like when like when i was teaching when a child would fall and get hurt and instead of being like oh my gosh are you okay like freaking out when they might have really hurt themselves like approaching them calmly and just being like hey oh that might have hurt like what are you okay just instead of just throwing the fear onto them because then they see that you're scared and then all of a sudden they're like oh i should pick it up i should be scared about this actually this is actually Mm -hmm. scary because this person is freaking out in my face and so it's like you can't Mm -hmm. as scary as like something could be to you you can't show them that almost because you don't want them to take that on yeah it's that's i mean it's like that's not gonna be easy i'm like a control freak i'm if like if i'm i'm gonna want to tell my kids how they should feel but like you can't do that i mean we all do yeah but that's part of our own process i feel like my kids have been um my greatest teachers in the way that i see the world and the way i process my childhood and my like traumas and all the things it's been that's why becoming a parent is also needs to come with yes you were raising a child but you're also kind of re-raising yourself in a way right because you're you want to be the strongest you know for your child so you are willing to step in and do all that work on yourself yeah and that just exposes a lot of things you know throughout the years of things that you might not even known was there. Yeah. Um, and also there's just ability to accept the fact that you're gonna be changing over and over and over again. You know what I'm curious about you guys? I mean, both you and Cody are, your careers are social media. You're online, you share a lot of your lives together and separately. And did you ever have a conversation about how it's gonna look like when you're going to have kids? Yeah, we've talked a lot about it. I think luckily Cody and I, I mean, we kind of started this conversation even when it just had to do with our relationship and our then our engagement, then our wedding, like kind of just everything. We've always kind of talked about it because sharing your life online is a wonderful thing, but it also invites a lot of other people's opinions and excitement which is amazing and but also like just a lot of people knowing a lot about you that maybe they normally wouldn't and luckily Cody and I both kind of lived pretty normal offline lives until our like early 20s and which is still young but like at least we like you know there was a lot of developmental stuff that happened that we got to experience more offline. And so we've never, we've always been very much on the same page of like, this is what we're going to share. And, but let's keep these things to ourselves. And so when it came to like having kids, we're very much on the same page of like, what we're going to share, what we're not going to share. I think it's one of those things where it's like it's just like somebody else it's somebody else that's involved now it's not just our wedding it's not just where we're getting married it's not you know certain things like that it's like an actual other new it's a real person's life mm-hmm. and so yeah we've talked a lot about it i think it's finding a balance of like what we're gonna share about him and about our experiences. I think we'll be doing a lot of talking about our experiences as parents, but like when it comes to sharing personal things about him, I don't 
I think we'll probably tread pretty lightly, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning, and then kind of see how things are going. But I just, I think we're both, we both are erring on the side of caution. My experience is a little different because I already had Jake and Ben when I got on social media. Yeah. And I have to say that to your point, the idea uh, that there's so many people that, you know, want to see more of the kids and that ride the sweetest thing being like, this made my day. And, you know, when I'm feeling down, I go and watch the family videos. Like all of that was such a beautiful experience for us, but also created this um, need to show more yeah because you know i was seeing what a beautiful positive impact it had on people so we were sharing and sharing and then without even realizing i did feel this kind of guilt whenever i didn't show them like people would you know whenever i started we started pulling away from showcasing them people were like what about the kids like when you want to see the kids where are the kids yeah and it was very interesting because it was the first time where I kind of stepped back being like, oh, this is this is kind of weird that people mm-hmm. have these expectation, you know, to see someone else's kids. Right. Um, and we very much started pulling away to protect them and to create a safe space for them, honestly, just feeling free and walk around the house and not just being alert when there's a camera around or right. if a camera's going to pop out of nowhere. Right. Uh, but it was... Uh, it was kind of a constant checking in with each other and with myself to be like, are we really doing a positive thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or are we thinking about strangers before our kids? Right. You know, there was a lot of that. Yeah. It's throughout. tricky. It's like a weird thing to balance. And also it's just, it's funny. You mentioned the camera thing. Cody and I just got, cause we use like obviously cameras every single day. There, there are cameras in our faces that we're pointing at ourselves, but like mm-hmm. we got just a regular like camcorder that looks completely different. And we're like, this is going to be just like our family, like for our home videos for our kid one day. Cause I'm like, I don't, That's I don't want him so to associate cute. like <laughs> the camera His childhood with YouTube. Yes, exactly. And so we're like, let's just have a set. Like I want to have home videos for him, but like, they, those will not be my vlogs. Like, I don't want – those will not be the same thing. And so I don't want him to be like, oh, my mom's working and she's putting me in this video. And, you know, I just – I want it to be like, oh, mom's working. She has that camera. She's working. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not like – Like cues. Yes. I've been – asking a lot of questions about the future of you like a lot of hypothetical questions so i want to like take it back to where you at now you're pregnant yes. when is the baby due yeah, beginning of january so soon yeah very soon and how are you feeling i'm feeling good i'm i'm excited right now i mean if you would have talked to me last week I probably would have started crying. Like it's very the emotions and the mood swings are very present. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I think it's getting more and more real. And I think every week, knowing that like he's okay and like mm. that he would be okay if I had if I went into labor early or something that kind like that makes me more excited yes there's yeah there's also you feel more it's a more comforting to know that you kind of passed a certain stage where you no longer in kind of like a a risky stage exactly with the kind of anxieties around pregnancy it's so interesting when i was pregnant um i was i was an anxious wreck for my first pregnancy because here i think um as advanced as medicine is they also because they know so much they also share a lot with you and all the things that can go right and all the things that can go wrong um and obviously you hold on to the things that can go wrong every single day uh so that's very nerve-wracking right and i remember sharing this with my mom and I was like how was it for you when you were pregnant with me she's like oh no one cared I saw the doctor when I had to give birth you know like this was it yeah Uh, they were so just nonchalant about it um and I was always just thinking wow the experience is so different these days yeah how was the 
experience for you of just getting into seeing the doctors every day and checking the heartbeat and making sure he kicks? Going to the doctors, hearing the heartbeat, uh, I that is great. I love all of that. Me personally having to count his kicks and whatnot has got me stressed out like no other. And that was the doctor's direction, no? To yeah, sure it's like do the, kick, oh, yeah. do the kick counts. And I'm like, okay, and I'm my poor doctor, I'm like, okay, but if he moves kind of like he swerves around, does that count as one or two? And she's like, I don't, maybe two, I'm not sure. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to know because you told me I have to count to 10. And now I'm trying, but I don't know what counts. So like, I definitely am overthinking a lot of that kind of stuff now. But mm -hmm. I do like that we have more frequent doctor appointments now. So I can here's heartbeat and stuff, but still it's, there's always something to worry about. And I mean, that's never going to change. Like I'm going to be worrying forever now. Forever. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> no, it's going to be beautiful. I'm very excited for you and Cody to begin this new chapter in your lives. And I think that you, both of you have a gift of sharing your lives in a really open, authentic, but also filled with humor and lightness. And I think that um, the baby will be just another way for you to tell your story, uh, to experience new experiences and share it with the world. And um, I'm very, I'm very excited to see how it all, I mean, develops for you and for Thank your you. call when Saturn return hits. Yeah, no, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be calling you. I'm going to be calling you a lot, honestly, just being like. Honestly, call me anytime. <laughs> I've had, I have a book. I have a little notebook of all the experiences. I can just reference back to anything. Uh, but yeah, I think that if I can leave you with any advice, um, something that helped me immensely when I became a mother is making sure that I have the right support around me and just other women that are my village. Uh, because I'm sure you know, because you already have friends that are, have newborns, it can, be, it can be very, very lonely. Yeah. So I think just creating this beautiful you know, circle of women that you can just call and cry to or laugh about things with. Um, I think that really helped me get through so many of the challenges that I faced with as a new mom. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a limit of how much you can do. And obviously everything is around the baby, but that's something to definitely keep in mind. Yeah, I will 100% utilize my friends and all of that and you now so yes i'm here for you kelsey thank you so much for sharing and being open about your experience um it's beautiful i really appreciate it thank you thank you for having me it, like i said i'm so happy to talk to you and i was very excited about this and i just really appreciate it so thank you for letting me share Thank you so much for watching this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't miss my newest episode right here. And if you're listening to the podcast on Apple or Spotify, please go and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. I love reading your thoughts. And if you have any suggestions for guests or topics, you can leave them in the comment section. And always, always remember, you are not alone.